Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter. If you missed last week's episode, you'll want to take a listen as we had Chantel Turner with us. She shared many wonderful tips, one of which was the importance of self-care and how it can reduce the mommy guilt. Today, we have a special returning guest, Chris Ward, who is the founder of Win the Hour, Win the Day, both a platform and an Amazon best-selling book that helps entrepreneurs to systematically grow their business and enjoy a personal life too. After the loss of her husband, Chris returned full-time to the marketing and brand agency she had founded years earlier, only to find the business was thriving. She began teaching clients the exact systems and process that had freed her up and helped her during that difficult time and changed their lives in the process. Chris and her book have been featured on the award-winning Read to Lead podcast, more than a dozen and counting top iTunes podcasts, radio shows throughout the U.S., and TV shows including The Riley Reports. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Welcome, Chris, and thank you so much for being with us today. I'm so excited to have you and the information that you're going to share with us. So let's go ahead and dive in if that's okay. Yeah. Um, Chris, can you share with us about your backstory and how you got to where you are today? Okay. Yeah. So I have a marketing agency and I was in business for about four years. And one day I just looked around and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm working crazy hours. And uh, I even talk about this in the book, how I nearly electrocuted myself one day just because I was in a rush. And uh, what had happened really is I had subscribed to the old way of doing things, working harder and harder, buying new technology, burning out, just repeating the cycle. And I just run ragged. And I thought there has to be an easier way. So I started to feverishly examine productivity and I didn't have the time for heavy time management systems. I needed something that would give me big results with minimal efforts. And I really did get a lot done in a day, but it just wasn't enough. So I needed something even bigger. So I was determined to make productivity my superpower. And man, I, I really saw results in long story short, I got myself from like 16 hours a day down to like six or seven hours a day. And it was unbelievable how much creativity, how much impact I had in my audience, how much I was making more money in less time, how just everything was just more alive in my business and my personal life by these changes I was making. And luckily I did make these changes because it wasn't but a couple of years later um, that my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer and I had been pulled away from the business for over two years. And 
after his passing, when I returned to my business, it not only had survived, but it had thrived because of these strategies we had in place. And when my husband's death became public, my clients said to me, like, they had no idea. They didn't know of my absence. They didn't know what was going on. And so they really started to gently ask me, like, how is it I did this? And so I started working with them and really helping them eliminating 80% of their to-do list, 100% of their guilt. I mean, I really wanted to help people. And I had this renewed value, of course, what life is about. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, they were getting all they could out of their life and their business. And so that, you know, I helped them stop doing things that they hated, that they didn't have time for. And, you know, and they were able to add on services and have a bigger impact in their audience. But more than anything, they were really able to be present with their families and they were able to take vacations for the very first time. And it was a simple and easy and permanent fix. And so I took those stories and I took those results and everything like that. And that's how when the hour, when the day was born. Wow. That is just amazing. Reducing 80% of the to-do lists as well as getting rid of the guilt around it. And I think sometimes we, as women, it can be very innate in us, all of the things we're you know, putting upon us and, and the guilt of not ob- obtaining or achieving. So that just sounds like a miracle in and of itself. Chris, what was one of your biggest struggles that you experienced through this journey? Now, by journey, do you mean my business or what part of the journey? You talked about the burnout, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I feel like that was this pain point where something has to give. It was this turning right. point. So as you were going through and trying to discover and really feverishly study productivity and time management during that process, what was, if there was, you know, your biggest struggle that you might've experienced going through this discovery? I think I had to learn to slow down, to speed up. I had to learn that rushing and trying to outrun the clock doesn't work. So I would call myself a recovering Russiaholic. And I used to expect, as my husband would say to me, once I started getting busy and busy, that I would ramp up and I'd expect people around me to ramp up. And so I was, I would get out of control. Like, okay, you know, we can all walk faster, talk faster. Like, let's go, go, go. And, and, and not only is it not healthy for your stress level and all that stuff or your relationships, but you don't have the clarity when you're rushing. I mean, studies throughout the history of evolution of mankind will show us that all the great inventions were done at times of relaxation or play. And that's when your brain has the creativity to create new ideas. When you are just running, trying to hit the next goal, you are in an adrenaline base and your, your brain operates differently, right? So it's not about coming up with solutions. It's really kind right. of survival mode. So I had to really learn that in order to be effective, you have to be calm. You have to be present. You have to be clear-minded and you got to stop thinking you could just outrun time. Oh my goodness. I think I'm going to have to listen to this bit repeatedly and take my own snippet and just have this on replay in my mind. So it is ingrained in me because I think that is a lot of the way that we show up. Um, outrunning and it time. is. I mean, if you think about it, when you get yourself into what I call, I call it hysterical, Chris, but when you get yourself into a state, all of a sudden now you're like rushing at the door, you drop the keys, you pick up the keys, you spill your coffee. Oh my gosh, now you're yes. sweating. Yeah, you got to change. And that is adrenaline and momentum going in the wrong direction. But if you calm yourself and you're doing one thing at a time and you're clear headed, you will be far more effective if you slow down to speed up. And I had to learn that. I just thought I would have 
things in my head where I would know, okay, it's rude to tell somebody to talk quicker, right? Is that true? Because yeah. I would even be like, well, why can't that person speak quicker? So I just wanted everything on high speed around me. And it's not effective. It's not productive. It's not good for your health, your relationships, but really it's not good for your productivity. You're, you are, you're working against yourself a hundred percent. That was the biggest thing I learned. I had no idea. hundred percent you're working against yourself. What would you say through this and what it is that you discovered and how it, uh, what it is that you are sharing and teaching with others has been your biggest impact for your family, the connections? Well, I think for me, it really does make a difference how you show up and your energy when you walk in a room, like, you know, the people in your life that you care about, you look at their face, you're like, what's wrong? Like, you know, oh, whatever. Like it could be something small or you just know instantly. So when you show up rushing in the door in a state, it, it really impacts and, and diminishes anything you're going to do with the next person. So if you're showing up, I feel you need to show up. And I've had to learn that if I'm showing up, then I need to be showing up. I can't, what I used to have a bad habit of many years ago is I was so driven that I would think, oh, if I said I was going to do something or I'm supposed to attend something, even if it's for work or family, it'd be like, oh, I said I was going, so I would go. I said I would get that done, so I will get it done. But sometimes I got it done under the category of, yes, I checked it off, but I was of no service actually being there. I said I would show up. I showed up, but you know, I was exhausted. My mind wasn't there. I really didn't contribute the best that I could. So really learning to, if you are going to show up for something, you need to be present 100%. And how do you do that? Just by doing one thing at a time. And we do have some really amazing and simple strategies in when the hour, when the day and stuff like that will really guide you uh, so that you can be really clear headed and just give everything a hundred percent. Cause there is no sense rushing through 10 things that you're going to get done in the hour and giving each one of them 30%. Like that's the math doesn't work. It doesn't work to your favor. So I had to really learn, do one thing at a hundred percent. Oh, and I, can only imagine the relationships in your family and how you were able to cultivate that being present in that rapport with those of your loved ones. I am just like in awe, seriously. <laughs> I sit here and think about how this is applicable to my life. And I have a little one that will come like, mommy, 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 this. And it's like, oh, I can't do this. Or, oh, okay, let me try to put, shift focus because this is something that's needful and important. It will just take a couple minutes, but it's it's so being present a hundred percent. What is the purpose if we're not giving yeah. that hundred percent in those moments? Yeah. And you know, it, it gets seductive because there's an adrenaline rush to it. So I know with my clients, sometimes they would say, Oh my gosh, Chris, like when I started doing one thing at a time and I know I felt this, if I was doing one thing, I felt like I was doing nothing. Cause I was so used to juggling everything with, you know, I would be shoving food down my gullet with my left hand on hold with my right hand, answering emails at the same time. And so when you asked me to do one thing at a time, I thought, Oh my, who has time for this? This is crazy. <laughs> and especially when you've got little ones, you're like, okay, she's crazy. Cause how do you, you know, little ones interrupt you with their activities, but you know, their regime, you know, that from four to six, this is their active time yeah. or whatever, you know, your family dynamics. So you may need to stop a little bit from making dinner to help something out, but that's not the time for you to zero in and say, I'm going to have great focus on this new project. So you have to set yourself up in a, in a, in a way of success. And one of the things we talk about with when the hour, when the day is whatever time you have, you want to make the most 
use of that time. You want to accelerate your inventory, whatever your inventory resources are. And we give you some really simple and easy strategies in when the hour in the day to do that. So it's not saying, well, you don't understand. I've got three kids. There's not enough hours in the day. Great. Okay. But with those hours you do have, what results do you want to yield? And that's, that's the secret to balance, creativity, success, everything. Right. And I, it almost appears to me that as you are being intentional with what time you do have, when you start seeing how that can work for your favor and get the results that you're trying to achieve, then it's like, huh, maybe I can start questioning the dynamic of I don't have time because I have this and it's just structuring your time differently or, or more intentionally. Yeah. And a big thing that people don't use is their calendar. I mean, that is, that's it. The calendar is a measurement of time. It was invented in the 1500s. And so many of us will have outside things on our calendar, like a dental appointment or something like that, but we don't have our day-to-day stuff. That's, you know, our responsibilities on our calendar. And people will say to me in a business setting, they'll say something like, well, Chris, I do that every day. I don't need it on my calendar. And I say, well, That's kind of like saying I have a car payment that comes out every month, so I don't count that. The money's gone. So what happens, I will tell you, is that most people set up their day and they dive into their workday. And first of all, you can't improve what you don't measure. Secondly, you are starting the day thinking you maybe have eight hours, but you might only have four because there's stuff you do every day. And then if you add kids on top of that and possible interruptions, I mean, that's another thing people say to me, oh, you don't understand. My business is different, or I have kids, or I have this, I have that. And what I would tell you is, if you, then you really need to be GPSing your day and planning out your activities because when you're pulled away from something, you definitely need to know where you came, exactly where you left off and the exact information you need because it tells us about the average person takes at least 22 minutes to get back to the level that they were in engagement of work when they're interrupted. So if you, every time you're interrupted, you come back and you don't even have it mapped out where you were, you're playing 52 pickup with a deck of cards every single time. Right. Right. And then that just adds stress and all this other stuff. I'll tell you, one of the clients I worked with, uh, where we, when we wrote the book was she was a realtor in Buffalo and she had triplets that were teenagers graduating that year. And she said to me, Chris, at the end of the year, she said, oh my gosh, I have been a realtor for 10 years. And this year I worked the least amount of hours. I made the most money. And clearly someone with teenage triplets had family responsibilities. So I'm not just talking about if the world's a perfect place and you've got eight uninterrupted hours. I'm talking about whatever time you have, you need to use it to the best of your ability And in a situation where stress and fear are not your governing motivation, because that's not how you execute at a high level. Oh my goodness. Okay. So if this has not convinced you that everyone needs the win the hour, win the day book, I don't know what will, because there is so much that Chris has been sharing with us today um, that I just, my mind truly has been blown. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chris, for those, uh, who are listening and they want to connect with you more, what would be the best way for them to do that online? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you can always connect with us at winthehourwintheday.com. Um, I also have a podcast called Now Your Business. So, you know, you can hear, hear more about what's going on there uh, with Now Your Business. And yeah, you can reach out and told me, tell me you heard me on this great podcast 
podcast. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. Just say hello to me and tell me that you heard me on this great podcast. I'd love to hear uh, where we, where our relationship started. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. Um, and Chris, you did mention, I believe that um, for those who are listening, there was a freebie that you were willing to help in our tool sets for them. Yeah, absolutely. So I have this uh, really neat little, uh, we just made it actually, it's called the seven tools I use every day. And there's some videos in there. There's some copy in there. There's some audio. There's a whole bunch of, there's hands-on applications that I show you. And uh, yeah, it's a neat little gift that we we just made. So I, I hope your audience enjoys it. Thank you. I'm excited to go check it out. Your book can be purchased on Amazon, correct? Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on winthehourwintheday.com or you pick it up on Amazon, anywhere like that. Not a problem. Okay. Oh, Chris, thank you so very much for being with us today. You're welcome. It's great to be here. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.